Hello and welcome to the Eat, Train, Recover podcast. I'm your host, fitness professional Justin Jefferson. This podcast covers all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness and is dedicated to helping everyday individuals live the fittest and healthiest life possible. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Train, Recover podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you being here. And if this is your first time ever listening to the podcast, I appreciate you for being here. Uh, So welcome. And I hope you find value in the information that's being shared. Uh, So today we're going to be diving into effectively setting your fitness and nutrition goals. Now, when we're thinking of and talking about effective goal setting, Um, we really are going to want to be mindful in the goals that we're setting, right? We're really going to want to be mindful in making sure that the goals we're setting are realistic, you know, making sure that they're going to be important to us and making sure that they're the right fit for us to begin with, you know, at the time that we're setting them, right? So we want to just consider a bunch of things when we're setting goals. And an effective way to do this is going to be by setting what are called SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, And that just breaks down to specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and with a time frame. And these are all going to be important individually, but they tie together as one, you know, to give us a greater chance of success, you know, at whatever that that goal is, you know, fitness and nutrition wise, or even in in life in general. Um, But in today's case, we're talking fitness and nutrition. So, you know, when we're thinking about being mindful and we're talking about those specific goals, right? The S for specific. We want to make sure we're being specific um, because it just gives us a, a great amount of clarity towards what exactly we want to accomplish, like where we, what we want to get to, right? In this journey, right? What, where we want to reach. You know, imagine like you want to go visit a friend, you know, in another state. I live in New York. Let's say I wanted to go to, I don't know, a fitness uh, workshop in North Carolina or visit a friend or, you know, I want to go to North Carolina and I had the address. I'm obviously I'm better off putting that address in my GPS if I'm going to drive and it's going to take me directly to my destination as opposed to me putting North Carolina in my GPS. Well, yes, it'll get me to North Carolina, but it's so broad. I'm not really going to reach my actual destination. Right. So I'm going to you're going to want to make sure you know exactly where you want to go. You'll have that laser focus and you'll have a greater chance at being successful because you know where you're going. Right. So be specific in your goals. So as opposed to saying, okay, I want to lose a few pounds this year, maybe you want to lose 15 pounds of body fat. That's very specific. um, And, you know, it's going to help you to stay on track towards that goal. And you'll know if you've actually reached that goal or not. Right. Maybe your goal is uh, an activity based goal. Maybe you want to exercise or be active for at least 30 minutes a day, four days out of the week. Again, that is specific. So now you can actually say, okay, I actually reached that target. And this actually ties directly into our, um, uh, excuse me, had a little hiccup there. It actually ties directly in to our next point is going to be measurability, right? That goal needs to be measurable. So now that I have that specific target set, I can literally measure that goal now. I can measure um, not just at the end point, but how far along I am towards that goal, how far you are towards being active four times a week. Maybe you're coming from a place where you, were, you weren't doing anything and now you're moving two to three times a week, but your goal was four and you're working your way up. So even though you may not be there yet, you can measure like, you know what, but I'm doing better than I was and I'm getting closer. Same thing with the 15 pounds. 
oh yeah, I lost I'm two pounds down, I'm four pounds down, five pounds down. And again, you don't have to get on a scale. But if, the, if, if measuring on a scale is your way of tracking, if that's for you, that's perfectly fine. Um, you can measure that way. It'll help you to stay on track because you'll know that you were headed in the right direction. As opposed to, I wanted to lose a few pounds, but you really don't know how much is a few. Right? Not really able to measure that. You'll know, okay, I lost a couple, but you know, there's no target. Now, our next point is going to be achievability. You want to make sure the goal is realistic. And this is a, this is a big deal. Make sure it's realistic to you. Um, you may have, let's say you have a goal of being able to run a full marathon. And you say, you know what? I want to run a full marathon within the next 12 months. Very doable, you know, very possible, but you want to make sure it's achievable. You want to make sure um, it's realistic for you to do that in the next 12 months because maybe you're coming from a place where you haven't run in years or you've never been a runner. Maybe you down, outright hate running, right? And you're just going to run a marathon for charity. Just make sure that it is realistic for you. Make sure it's achievable for you. Not that it's impossible, but what you want to make sure you're not setting a goal that halfway through is going to feel impossible and then you get discouraged and then you may end up quitting and, you know, end up in the same place, you know, a few months later up, oh, I got to start all over again. Right. So make sure it's realistic for you. Um, and the same thing with nutrition, right? Set realistic nutrition goals. Um, if you struggle with your nutritional habits over the years, I probably wouldn't start by just going completely cold turkey and like trying to try a crazy crazy, crazy off the wall diet, which I don't recommend anyway, definitely recommend building sustainable habits over a longer period of time. It makes a major, major difference. And it'll help you to, you know, to do things that are realistic, right? So as opposed to make jump, jumping on and doing a big, a big diet, maybe you'll start by saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure I'm eating, you know, five servings of protein throughout the day. I'm going to make sure I'm eating you know, five to six servings of vegetables throughout the day. I'm going to make sure I am hydrating. I'm going to make sure I'm drinking more water, right? I'm going to make sure I'm getting half my body weight in ounces a day. And you can pick one of those habits, right? And focus on that habit, you know, for one to two weeks at a time. And once you got that, add a second one. And then, all right, you know what? Let's take a, let's take a not so good habit out and remove it, you know, but that makes things more achievable as opposed to, you know, trying the diet that your coworker did or your spouse or your friend. So make sure Whatever that goal is, is going to be realistic to you. And next portion is going to be relevance, right? Make sure it's important to you. Again, I just spoke about doing something because, you know, someone around you, you did it. Um, do it. Just because something works for someone else does not mean it's going to work for you. And just because something works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else, right? That works both ways. So you want to make sure it's relevant to you. Because if you're doing something solely um, for the sake of, you know, someone else because they wanted to do it, um, you're less likely to stick with it, right? Because once that, you know, the motivation fades, because motivation is really just like a mood, right? Once that motivation fades, it's going to take a level of discipline and the likelihood of sticking to something that you really didn't want to do to begin with um, is a lot lower, a lot less chance that you're going to stick with that. So make sure it's important to you. Um, it just give you a better chance at success, um, so I always stress that set relevant goals. And the last portion is just going to be setting a goal with a time frame. Um, 
And, this, and, and I believe in doing this because it just can help eliminate and cut back on procrastination. Because if your goal was to lose that 15 pounds or to, you know, to move more, to eat better, um, give yourself a time frame to hit a certain target, right? You know, just about anything in life that we've done, whether it's when, when you're in college, if you're in school now, maybe, you know, if you have a, you know, whatever your career may be, um, if you own a business, typically things done in time frames can kind of light a fire under us and, and make us, you know, get going and keep us on track. And it also definitely will tie in with your goals because it'll keep you moving forward, right? I mean, if procrastination is, is an issue for you, then I definitely recommend setting time frame based goals. I mean, I recommend it for anyone, but especially if you struggle with procrastination, give yourself deadlines to hit. Give yourself deadlines to hit. It'll make a major, major difference, right? And another part of being mindful when setting these goals, another part of this effective goal setting and the mindfulness is really going to be um, taking into consideration uh, the commitment that that goal is going to take, right? You need to consider the level of commitment that it's going to take, not just, okay, um, I want to exercise four days a week, right? What, that, that's a commitment, right? You, you're going to have to make sure you have the available time. Um, that time is actually an issue for some people. No, it's not always an excuse. You're going to make sure you have the available time, whether it's through your work schedule, whether it's through, through family obligations, you know, your spouse, your children, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you know, you know, whatever may be going on. You want to make sure that you can actually commit yourself, right? You want to make sure you can commit yourself to that specific thing. So, you know, make sure that's right for you. Um, so make sure also you be, you're able to commit through a proper mindset, right? Your mindset is going to be huge, especially if you've tried something in the past and it hasn't worked out, hasn't gone to plan. You have to be able to kind of hit that reset button and keep going forward. Um, and honestly, it's not even always going to be a reset button. Sometimes it's just going to be moving forward, you know, just having a, a short memory in a sense of like, you know what that happened because you're going to hit bumps in the road. You're going to hit snags throughout these, you know, the journey towards whatever your goal may be, but you got to keep pressing forward, you know? So you're going to want to make sure that you're able to build a level of discipline, right? Build sound habits of being able to move and exercise and be active for that four days, you know, if that is your target. And the same goes with your nutrition, right? If you have certain nutrition goals that you've set, um, again, consider the level of commitment it's going to take, whether that's going to be meal prepping, right? Which is a huge one. Um, you know, whether that's going to be committing again through mindset of just making the tough decision of like, you know what, I'm not going to have this right now. It does not align with my goals, but I'll have it, you know, on, I'll plan it out. I'll have it on Thursday, right? Just having a proper mindset and committing with the proper mindset is going to be, um, a big, a big part of this. It's going to be huge. The next part you need to be mindful about is going to be your limiting factors, right? Consider your limiting factors. And again, I tied it in you know, a second ago talking about like, um, you know, being able to commit with time, like looking at your schedule, your daily schedule. You have to be realistic. Um, looking at your current uh, health, right? Your, your, your health history, your injury history. If you have had joint problems in your back or, your, you know, your, your knees or ankles, uh, for years and years, and it's chronic, you know, running a full marathon right now 
you just may be not realistic for you at the moment. And that's a limiting factor. So you you need to consider that going in um, because at the end of the day, like, that's real. That's real life, right? That's That's a very, very you know, serious, serious thing. And let's say you live in a place where you don't have access to a gym, right? And it is freezing cold and dead in the middle middle of winter and you don't have a treadmill at home. Running is probably not going to be the greatest option for you. Excuse me. Oh, another hiccup there. Running's not going to be the greatest option for you. So you want to be be mindful in a sense of like, what are my limiting factors? What could actually stop me from achieving this goal, Right. Even back tied back into the nutrition, am I able to meal prep or, you know, am I able to make healthy choices? Do I have access? Right. And again, we do have access to to healthier choices. We have to make the best available choice to us. But depending on what that specific goal is, you have to look at your limiting factors. Right. Maybe meal prepping, you know, four days out of the week isn't realistic for you. Maybe you have to meal prep twice a week, which is I recommend anyway, like maybe like a Sunday and a Wednesday um, you know, twice a week, you can kind of bulk cook, maybe freeze some things, you know, as opposed to like doing it every single day. If you know that you work long hours, you're not going to feel like cooking dinner every night when you come home and it's easier to hit the drive through meal prepping is going to be a good idea. Maybe you can do it over the weekend to, to prepare your food for the week. I talk to a friend of mine often, and this is, she has found so much success in this. And I've had a lot of clients find success in this, just preparing ahead of time, right? So that will eliminate that limiting factor, you know, for you, and then allow you to be successful. So remember, think about your limiting factors when setting a goal, when you're setting your goals. Now, not excuses, but your actual real limiting factors, right? So again, so just take, taking, taking a look at the, these things and considering them and putting these all together, right? All together and making a plan, right? Make a plan. So now that you have, you know, laid out uh, maybe a little checklist for your goals or you set your, your smart goals and then you, you considered, you know, your, your, your commitments and your littering, uh, excuse me, your, littering, your limiting factors. Um, and then you can actually make a plan because remember that that goal without that plan is like you're making a wish, right? So you want to have a plan, a course of action, this is how I'm going to do this. And it doesn't have to be a huge, broad plan. You don't have to have a complete exercise or nutrition plan to get started, you know, but have a plan. Like, you know what? On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm going to walk more. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to get some resistance training in. Or, or Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm going to do resistance training in. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to walk, right? Like, that's, that's a realistic plan. Or if you're starting at a place where three times of activity is good for you, that's fine. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm going to try to get a little bit of resistance training in. And I'm going to try to walk and be active. Or I'm going to try to get 10,000 steps every day. In. But plan it out. Like kind of know what you're going to be doing because this all ties into your goals. And, and make that plan. Whether that plan involves having a workout partner, that plan may involve joining a gym, Right. Whatever that action plan is, you have to figure out what the next step is for you. Um, so I, I just wanted to, to to cover those 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 things for you guys briefly today. And one thing I do want to touch on, too, with with the goal setting uh, before we end the podcast 
is make sure you are setting some short-term markers within that goal. So so break that goal down, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me, if you had a goal that was going to take you 12 weeks and you wanted to lose, you know, uh, 20 pounds over 12, a 12-week period, just break that down and simplify that into a weekly basis, a, a whether a bi-weekly basis, a monthly basis, so you can kind of just track throughout the process, right? We can pay attention to the things throughout the process, and that's where that measurability ties in. So whatever that goal is, just, just track it and, and pay attention to the small markers. So like your goal should come with the little short-term or micro goals, right? So if, for instance, like, all right, I'll make it real simple. I want to lose 15 pounds over 12 weeks or, or three months. That's five pounds a month, right? And five pounds a month, you know, you can break that down into weekly, you know, and so on and so forth. So just make sure you have those short-term markers in there. But guys, I, I can't emphasize this a month, uh, enough. Just make sure that you are, are, a, are mindful when you're setting these goals and you'll be a lot more effective when you're setting them. Um, so just be considerate, make sure you're setting those smart goals, make sure you are considering, you know, the commitment that's going to take place, make sure you're taking a look at your limiting factors, make sure you're setting those short term markers, and then put together an action plan. Right? Um, if you have questions at any point, some of you have reached out to me. Um, if you have questions at any point, guys, you can email me directly at Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, at jfitlife, J-A-Y-F-I-T-L-I-F-E.com. You can reach me on Instagram at Mr., that's M-R underscore J-A-Y-F-I-T. And the same with Twitter, uh, Mr. M-R underscore J-A-Y-F-I-T. Um, I love getting feedback. Uh, and quite a few of you have reached out via email. I actually got a t- um, someone direct message me on Twitter yesterday. Uh, about the podcast. So I greatly, greatly appreciate you guys. And um, also the reviews that I've been getting, um, I can definitely see the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for leaving leaving the reviews. And if you haven't gotten a chance to and you enjoy the podcast, please feel free to leave a review um, and tell your friends and family about the podcast if you feel like it could be beneficial to them. But guys, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. But let's just keep crushing it, keep moving forward, and keep effectively setting those goals. If you haven't set any goals, maybe you had a goal at the top of the year and it hasn't gone to plan, hey, let's hit reset, let's start again, and let's uh, you know set those goals using the guidelines that I set here. And uh, hopefully you should have a bit more success in the process. All right, guys. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, take care. Keep eating well, keep moving, and uh, I'll talk to you next time.